1: Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Now into the final segment of today's Election Day episode of Live Mike. Next time you and I get together, Election Day will be over and we'll be counting votes. We may even have some results to report come tomorrow. Uh, very much looking forward to this. Uh, and if I'm honest, I am, I am eager to have this election behind us. However the chips fall, I am eager to get back to something resembling normalcy in terms of politics. And then we'll work on this pandemic after that. Uh, but if we could get some of this bickering back and forth to, to dial down a little bit, you know, regardless of who is occupying the White House come January 20th, uh, I think that we will be uh, maybe on some better footing once that day comes. Let's come together. I don't want to sound too like kumbaya, but uh, it is taxing. It is taxing to, uh, you know, certainly... You know, be having to hear everything that is slung back and forth, and see the mud that goes back and forth. Now, imagine if your job is to sit here behind a microphone and hear it from every angle for your whole shift, uh, and then try to distill it down. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to talk about. You know, like I don't know, healthcare would be good. We could talk a little bit about healthcare. Uh, we could talk uh, about new hobbies we picked up during coronavirus. Anyway, for the time being, and for the rest of today, and for the foreseeable future, until we have all these results, it's election stuff. Uh, now, yesterday, I put out a plea to you. I was looking for some help. Uh, producer Amy and I had a pretty big task of uh, planning for today's show. All the the conversations we've had thus far, one of them with a brand-new United States citizen voting for the first time. Uh, we have here a politically split couple celebrating today their 47th wedding anniversary. Uh, that all t- took some work, and I was looking for some help from you, and I said, hey, listen, do me a favor, text in to 57500. 0, 0. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line, 57500, 0, 0, and give us some tips and pointers and ask some questions that you'd like to hear or have covered on today's Election Day program. Well, uh, we got a, a number of questions that came in, and I think that we have incidentally answered them here and there, but there was one. There was a theme that came through both in the text lines and in some Facebook messages that I received, and it is to explain the Electoral College. Explain the Electoral College. Honestly, I think the Electoral College is one of those things in life where, well, I, they, they kind of covered this. I think in an episode of The Community, uh, you know, the the one guy that <laughs> the Andy Andy I think was his name. He there was something where he didn't know the answer, and it was a very like elementary type answer. And he says, "Uh, well, at this point, it's a little too late to ask." Well. I I get that 100 percent. And in fact, I don't think I understood the Electoral College until I was in my like mid 20s, maybe late 20s. And that was even after a number of years working uh, both in politics and in the media. (laughs) So sorry about that. And so don't feel bashful. If you hear all this reference to the Electoral College and you're not exactly clear on what it is or how it works, uh, don't don't be bashful. It's not a problem. Let me here just take a few minutes and explain uh, how it works. There is. Number one, the popular vote on the one hand. All right. That's the very straightforward. That's pure uh, Democratic voting. So that is, uh, you know, if you cast your vote for Donald Trump, that gets counted against the votes cast, cast for Joe Biden nationwide, irrespective of state boundaries. That's the popular vote. We don't decide presidents based on that vote. You'll remember occasionally Uh, That being referenced or that point being brought up uh, with relation to Hillary Clinton having earned the popular vote, and yet uh, uh, it was President Trump now who ultimately uh, ended up in the White House. He did that. He was able to do that because of the way the Electoral College Works When you and I cast our vote, we are voting for representatives from our state to get together in the Electoral College and then cast a vote for uh, the president. Each elector gets one vote. There are 538 electors total. It requires 270 to win the presidency. The way each state is allotted electors is you take uh, the two senators from each state, plus the number of House representatives in that state. And you look at the total number of your federal delegation. Here in the state of Utah, we have four House seats plus two senators. Four plus two is six. We have six Electoral College votes. We will send six electors to the Electoral College. Now, uh, you might be doing some quick math in your head saying, wait a second, there are 100 senators. 435 members of the House, and yet you just said that there are 538 total? Well, here's how that works. In an effort to be fair, and this comes from the the, the 23rd Amendment, ratified in 61, Washington, D.C., not a state, uh, is entitled to three electors. That's the number you'd get if you were uh, you know, one of the smallest states, the two senators plus an at-large House member. So each state with its respective electors plus Washington, D.C.'s Three, when we cast our vote, we are uh, in each state, for the most part, uh, the plurality, or rather, yeah, the plurality then sends the, the the plurality of the statewide votes receive all of uh, the state's electors, for the most part. Maine and Nebraska are exceptions, but we're going (laughs) to, we'll set aside the exceptions for now. And then it is those electors that ultimately cast their vote. And there's some paperwork and an interesting kind of procedural process that goes on there. Uh, but, again, we are not directly re- uh, voting for the president. We are voting for electors who will then be the ones who directly uh, decide the, the presidency. Now, how is it that our will is communicated? Well, it's because for the majority of states, it's the plurality of the statewide votes that receives all of the states' electors, Maine and Nebraska being exceptions there. But why is it? Why not just vote directly? Well, this goes back this goes back a long, long time to the, the foundation of this great nation, and there was a fear that uh, you would have a tyranny of the majority, is the phrase used, and that it would be the largest states, the states with the largest populations, that would be essentially in control of the entire country. And so in an effort to to compromise and make sure that some of the smaller states uh, had, you know, something resembling equal footing, uh, this Electoral College here was formed. And that's the way it's been, for the most part, with some tweaks along the way. But for the most part, that's the way it's been. Uh, You wonder, though, today, how do politicians feel about the Electoral College? Uh, Well, let's start with President Trump himself. Going back to 2012, he said this. He said the Electoral College is a disaster for a democracy. Then in 2016... During an interview on 60 Minutes, he had this to say.
0: I would rather see it where you went with simple votes. You know, you get 100 million votes and somebody else gets 90 million votes and you win. There's a reason for doing this because it brings all the states into play, Electoral College, and there's something very good about that. But this is a different system, but I respect it. I do respect the system.
1: Elizabeth Warren here weighing in on her views on the Electoral College in 2019.
0: Presidential candidates don't come to places like Mississippi. Yeah. They also don't come to places like California and Massachusetts, right? Because we're not the battleground states. We can have national voting, and that means get rid of the electoral college... (laughs)
1: Rand Paul, Rand Paul here, uh, Senator Rand Paul shares his views on the Electoral College. I'm against Electoral College, uh, changing the Electoral College. Electoral College is a, is maybe less than Democratic, but it's a way of preserving. We sort of
0: preserved uh, democracy of population, but then also regional variety. Uh, Senate does the
1: same thing. Senate's not Democratic at all. Should the senator from Wyoming have the same vote as the senator from California? So if you get rid of the Electoral College, you probably want to get rid of the Senate, too, and I can't have that at all. So there you go. There's a quick look at the Electoral College. Hopefully that was clear. Uh, and hopefully you now uh, understand exactly what we are voting on today on Election Day. Time for me to sign off. There is so much exciting coverage coming up here on KSL News Radio throughout the rest of the day. I insist, I insist you keep the dial tuned to this station here tonight. When the results start to roll in, you'll find them here up to the minute on KSL News Radio. Time now for Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news here on Uh-oh. KSL News Radio.